Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 30. Job's present state is humiliating. But now those younger than I mock me, whose fathers I disdain to put with the dogs of my flock. Indeed, what good was the strength of their hands to me? Vigor had perished from them. From want and famine they are gaunt. Who knew the dry ground by night and waste and desolation? Who plucked the mallow by the bushes and whose food is the root of the broom shrub? They are driven from the community. They shout against them as against a thief, so that they dwell in dreadful valleys, in holes of the earth and of the rocks. Among the bushes they cry out. Under the nettles they are gathered together. Fools, even those without a name, they were scourged from the land, and now I have become their taunt. I have even become a byword to them. They abhor me and stand aloof from me, and they do not refrain from spitting at my face because he has loosed his bowstring and afflicted me. They have cast off the bridle before me. On the right hand, their brood arises. They thrust aside my feet and build up against me their ways of destruction. They break up my path. They profit from my destruction. No one restrains them. As though a wide breach, they come. Amid the tempest, they roll on. Job 30. Job's present state is humiliating. But now those younger than I mock me, whose fathers I disdain to put with the dogs of my flock. Indeed, what good was the strength of their hands to me? Vigor had perished from them. From want and famine they are gaunt, who who gnaw the dry ground by night and waste and desolation, who pluck mallow by the bushes, and whose food is the root of the broom shrub. They are driven from the community. They shout against me as against a thief." 
so that they dwell in dreadful valleys, in holes of the earth and of the rocks. Among the bushes they cry out. Under the nettles they are gathered together, fools, even those without a name. They are scourged from the land. And now I have become their taunt. I have even become a byword to them. They abhor me and stand aloof from me, and they do not refrain from spitting at my face, because he has loosed his bowstring and afflicted me. They have cast off the bridle before me. On the right hand, their brood arises. They thrust aside my feet and build up against me their ways of destruction. They break up my path. They profit from my destruction. No one restrains them. As through a wide breach they come, amid the tempest they roll on. Terrors are turned against me. They pursue my honor as the wind, and my prosperity has passed away like a cloud. And now my soul is poured out within me. Days of affliction have seized me. At night it pierces my bones within me, and my gnawing pains take no rest. By a great force my garment is distorted. It binds me about as the collar of my coat. He has cast me into the mire, and I have become like dust and ashes. I cry out to you for help, but you do not answer me. I stand up, and you turn your attention against me. You have become cruel to me. With the might of your hand, you persecute me. You lift me up to the wind and cause me to ride, and you dissolve me in a storm. For I know that you will bring me to death in the house of meeting for all living. Yet does not one in a heap of ruin stretch out his hand? Or in his disaster, therefore cry out for help? Have I not wept for the one whose life is hard? Was not my soul grieved for the needy? When I expected good, then evil came. When I waited for light, then darkness came. I'm seething within and cannot relax. Days of affliction confront me. I go about mourning without comfort. I stand up in the assembly and cry out for help. I have become a brother to jackals and a companion of ostriches. My skin turns black on me, and my bones burn with fever. Therefore, my harp is turned to mourning, and my flute to the sound of those who weep. As I'm reading this scripture, I, I get two big visions, two scenes going on here. Of course, we understand the one that's right before us with Job, and he feels like God's left his presence and therefore the enemy has free reign and even the lowliest of people are mocking him but Jesus actually faced that Jesus faced the fact that as he comes and he comes to do nothing but good he comes to feed the needy he comes to heal the sick he comes for miracles and and to show people that that God is good and the high and mighty look down on him but so do a lot of the, the lowly people, they spit on him. He's carrying his cross on his just shredded back down the streets and people are yelling names at him and mocking him and spitting in his face. So Job here is experiencing some foreshadowing what Jesus is going to do walking through the streets. Those that he came to care for are just just completely taunting him. Now, the other thing that I see here is, is huge. We are told many times in Scripture, but especially in Ephesians 6, we don't battle against flesh and blood. Job's feeling this flesh and blood battle, but it's not from them. We face a spiritual battle. 
We battle with the principalities and the, the rulers of this world. That's a spiritual battle. And this is spiritual warfare. You can see that the attacks continue to come. And for some of us, we don't even realize there's an attack going on. But then for some others, we're aware, we know because we've been taught. And all that becomes the difference between someone who doesn't know and someone who does and is aware is it seems as if once you became aware, the, the attacks increased. No, you're just more aware of them. The attacks are coming. The arrows are flying. The spit is already in the air, about to hit you in the face. There's traps that are set. There's so many afflictions. It says that the afflictions of the righteous are many, many. Just because you're in right standing with God does not mean that there's not going to be attacks because the enemy wants to do anything that they can to destroy you. So God's given us the tools for spiritual warfare. He's given us the armor. He's told us how to put on that armor. And he's told us to wield our sword, which is the word of God. Then he's also told us that our biggest tool is praying. And in prayer, praying in the spirit at every moment, all the time, never ceasing. Because this spiritual warfare has no authority, no power over you as long as you stand up and and take action. But if you sit back out of laziness or apathy or just not knowing, then you're giving them free reign to destroy your life. Father, thank you that you, you've given us the tools and you've shown us the path to defeat and deliver all of our enemies. And we know that our enemy is not with man. Our enemy is not with flesh and blood. Our enemy is those fallen angels and demons that are here trying to completely break us off the path of pursuing you in total destruction of our lives, of our immediate family, and of generations to come. Well, Father, I just say that, as, as your word says, no weapon formed against me may prosper. There's nothing, there is nothing that they can do that you can't help me overcome. You promise to deliver the enemies with me, for me, little by little. And daily, I'll put on my armor and daily, I'll take up my sword and daily, I'll pray and pray in the spirit, never ceasing because victory is yours. And that's a blessing and a glory and an honor to be able to receive that from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would just go to our website 
at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.